Pennsylvania is taking steps to find ways to make flood insurance more accessible and affordable. And a mid-state chapter of Moms for Liberty is breaking away from the national organization. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. And support for The Morning Agenda comes from the city of Lancaster, helping create a magical holiday season in the city by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for friends and family. More details at visitlancastercity.com. A good morning to you. It is Tuesday, December 5th, and this is being recorded at 9.17 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. So let's get started. A new state task force is looking for ways to increase accessibility and affordability for flood insurance. Sydney Roach with our partner WPSU and State College reports, leaders say climate change is speeding up the need for more people to get insured. The task force will recommend possible programs to provide premium discounts and programs to incentivize local governments to support flood mitigation efforts. It will also look to increase the number of people who buy flood insurance. Pennsylvania Insurance Department Commissioner Michael Humphreys says flooding can affect homes and businesses anywhere in the state. And we're not just talking about feet of water when I talk about flooding. According to FEMA, just one inch of flood water can cause up to $25,000 in damage. Governor Joe Shapiro says floods are happening more often across Pennsylvania because of intense storms from climate change. These storms cause real damage to Pennsylvanians' lives and livelihoods. And so as temperatures rise, we'll continue to see worse storms happen across Pennsylvania. We'll have to be better prepared. Now, the task force will open a public comment period later this month on how to make flood insurance more widely available. The governor says that report will be ready by next summer, and his administration will get started on its recommendations immediately. The state insurance department says standard homeowners or renters policies do not cover damages from a flood. And the governor is labeling a demonstration outside of an Israeli-owned restaurant in Philadelphia anti-Semitic after protesters marched against the bombardment of Gaza. The protest called for a complete end to the siege and an end to the U.S. complicity with Israel, according to a Facebook post. A video of protesters outside of the Israeli restaurant Goldie Falafel shows them chanting, Goldie, Goldie, you can't hide. We charge you with genocide, garnering backlash from the governor. Shapiro, who is Jewish, says he has been in touch with the restaurant owner to make sure he and his staff know the governor will support them. Philadelphia-based drugstore chain Rite Aid is closing nearly 200 stores in the wake of its October announcement that it's filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Three will be closing in the mid-state, two in Mechanicsburg and one in Hanover. It's part of a large-scale restructuring effort for the pharmacy giant, which is said to be experiencing billions of dollars in losses related to lawsuits and market competition. Marcus Biddle is with our friends at WHYY in Philadelphia, and he reports health experts are concerned the closures will leave many people without a pharmacy in their neighborhood. Sean Parekh, vice president and chief pharmacy officer for Temple Health, has seen other pharmacy chains sell or go out of business over the course of his career. But he says there's never been a collapse that has had such a big impact. He says Rite Aid stores were set up in areas most in need of pharmacies and people may not find an accessible alternative. I don't see a lot of whole lot of other chains out there. I see a lot of independent pharmacies, but I saw Rite Aid. You know, whether I was walking in Philadelphia or driving on Broad Street, I saw Rite Aid. 
Parekh says labor challenges and low reimbursements are big factors affecting pharmacies nationwide. He also notes Rite Aid could return to the market stronger and diversify its services on a much smaller scale. Rite Aid, you may remember, moved its headquarters from Cumberland County to Philadelphia in 2021. So this morning, I went through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania to check for stories to put on your radar because they may impact you or your community in the future, or perhaps they're just interesting. Here's what you need to know. A mid-state chapter of the far-right group Moms for Liberty is pausing its activities. The news item reports the Northumberland County chapter of the group is breaking from the national organization in the wake of rape allegations against Christian Ziegler, Florida's GOP chairman and husband of Moms for Liberty co-founder Bridget Ziegler, as a reason. Chapter chair Clarissa Page says her 55-member group's values no longer align with the national organization. She says she's working to obtain nonprofit status for a new organization, the Northumberland County Academic Alliance, to continue to focus on what she calls parental rights in schools. Page, who has three children attending warrior-run schools, has been outspoken against the curriculum she alleges to contain aspects of social-emotional learning and threatened legal action against the school for reenacting a mask mandate. A longtime commissioner in a mid-state county has left the Republican Party. Penn Live reports Cumberland County Commissioner Gary Eichelberger says he's changed his voter registration to other with a conservative preference. He says it's the result of a long-standing feud with leaders of the county GOP who've tried to block his re-election efforts several times. One of his criticisms focuses on the current party chair and his allies for pushing commissioners to ignore court rulings on the election process and take part in partisan efforts over election misconduct that undermine public trust in elections. In last month's general election, Eichelberger earned his sixth term by winning enough votes for the third seat on the board. Now, PenLive did catch up with county GOP chairman Lou Capozzi. He calls Eichelberger's move to leave the party a month after being re-elected a betrayal to voters. Now remember, The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcasts and on WITF's YouTube channel. And if you like what you hear, I ask that you share it with your friends and on your social media channels. Now, how about sharing what is the one song you are singing in your head today? Reach out to me on Twitter or Blue Sky. I'm T Lambert 895 on both those platforms. And be sure to check out our Spotify playlist for December. It's creatively titled The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, September 2023. And there you will find my song of the day. It's from Radiohead. No surprises. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda today. It's a daily news podcast from WITF where the only agenda is you. And support comes from the City of Lancaster, helping create a magical holiday season in the city by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for friends and family. More details are at visitlancastercity.com. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is always appreciated. Be well, enjoy the rest of this day, and we will talk again tomorrow.